0: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw,
1: baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live.
2: <sighs> hey, this is Shinzaki Nakamura. Shinzaki, watch him going
1: in the Raw. Hey, friendos, Steve here and Larson, and welcome back to Going in Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to, right here, YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found and of course taped live right here at twitch.tv forward slash steven larson give us a follow check out the live show it's fun we do some bantering beforehand and uh yeah it's cool stuff uh we also have all sorts of bonus content including today's friday man it's friday we put up a vintage 10 for the win what was it, Top 10 Funniest Games? Funniest
3: games, yeah. Ha-ha. Right now, we're kind of visiting predominantly stuff from our second run of 10 for them, but don't worry. We'll get some deeper cuts going, uh, some older episodes. I just got to find the hard drive. I've got all that stuff on. Thanks. I got all
1: the stuff. I got it on my computer.
3: I got it like just pristine quality, man. No watermarks. Just.
1: How much of it do you actually have, though? I got a lot. I don't have everything, but I got a lot. All right. right, we'll get on that, man because uh, our second run was kind of like nah, I'm, a,
3: I'm picking out the one the better of the second run don't no, worry if, if I watch it and I'm like this, this at this least they're up.
1: clean at least they don't need any editing then if, these, <laughs> if they're not up to snuff then <laughs> <laughs> at, least they, <laughs> at least they don't need uh, <laughs> any chopping for questionable content uh, anyways the only way the only way you can get I mean there other people have uploaded it to YouTube but if you want the official way to get uh, Vintage 10 for the win uh, through our pay through Frendo club, man, and you can get into Frendo club three ways through the Patreon, uh, at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, uh, Twitch subs, all Twitch subs get emails whenever we do a bonus episode, whenever one's available. Uh, and then of course uh, YouTube channel members YouTube channel members YouTube channel members at all also hey while I read off these Patreon names can you do me a favor if you have access to it I think we've had two new YouTube channel members All right, I'll do that right now so if you can take a look at like the last two or maybe three and give them a shout out Um, we got some new patrons in just today it's the first of the month Uh, Bailey Cohen excuse me it's what it's the first of the month so do what Larson Cash your checks and come up. <laughs> Tommy Cat, Jesse Lucas, <laughs> and uh, JMC and Scotty Cura. Also, Adam Cassidy. We had like a bunch today, man. They must be cashing their checks and coming up. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, Jack Kleworth, uh and Nick C is back in the fold. Nick C, by the way, uh, Nick C is the man. Yep. He resent the Vicky Guerrero. Uh, intro. I'm going to start Amazing. using that in news briefs next week, man. I'm excited about that. It, it's such a good one. And Evan uh, Parkhouse, new patrons. Thank you.
3: So I don't remember which ones I think i we did not read these previously. Simon Bullock, that sounds familiar. Cortez Wiley and Lee. Holod. Holod, Holod, Holod. 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 So those are all, all the ones, the newest ones listed here. So thank you all. Yeah, thank, thank you, you, thank so you, much. thank you, thank you, thank, thank you very thank
1: much. You. We also got downtown CM Brown with a new Twitch Prime sub just tonight, and uh, just Omega Man Man uh, chimed in also with the sub. So thank you very much. Uh, so uh, money in the bank is on the horizon. We've got two uh, two up. We got Raw and SmackDown next week, and then is Money in the Bank a week from tomorrow? Uh, Sunday rather. Sunday, yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing a live stream for that. I might post up in my backyard <laughs> because oh, I've got so nice. like a couch back there and it's been the weather's been really nice lately. Yeah, man. I don't know, maybe maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. But uh, I definitely know that we're going to be streaming live uh during Money in the Bank. Uh maybe this, this will probably be the last one we do separate uh because they're they're reopening the state, I think, like this week some to some degree. Well, some so, phase. technically, yeah. the shelter in place is going to be done with. You're elect- They didn't say nothing about not being able to come to Steve's house. So, you can come to Steve's house if you want to. If you don't want to, if I don't I, care. If I don't want if I don't Maybe want it'll I don't be want me like and Cal. It. I'll just have Cal come over. There you go. Anyways. Uh, so, that being said, they did confirm tonight, uh, Fightful reported at some point last week, this past week, something like that, that, uh, that both Money in the Bank matches would be taking place at the same time. Yeah. And during the promo tonight, they showed both briefcases next to each other. And so this is gonna be you'd said that this is gonna work if they do it if it's mad cap, if it's a mad, mad, oh, mad, yeah, mad, man. mad money in the bank match. You got and that. looks right. like we're getting that.
3: If it's the money, 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 money in the bank match. So actually the promo they they showed the first initial promo announcing it was gonna be at Titan Towers. There is a shot of both briefcases up there. That's been there since they made the official announcement. Right. Um, and then, yeah, Daniel Bryan, during his promo tonight, said uh, six men, six women uh, fighting at, in Titan Towers, get to the briefcase. Uh, he made it a bit, a lot more pointed that it was going to be going down at the same time. And later on the show, Mike Cole said, Yes, both matches will happen simultaneously. Uh, and I can't wait if they go ridiculous with it, make a ton of fun. I want at least one shot of someone running down a hallway with a bunch of people chasing him. I want all this stuff. All the scenarios that Daniel Bryan uh, suggested in his opening promo. I want to see someone uh, 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 have their head put in the mouth of that T-Rex that Vince has in his office. Uh, all those things. I want every bit of office etiquette broken. Something expensive needs to be broken. Uh, it is, I, I want all that. Everything Daniel Bryan. I want Daniel Bryan to book this match because if what he said in his opening promo that any indication, what he has in his head as a concept for this match would be
1: Spectacular. Speaking of spectacular, shout out to the Captain Sin right here for gifting a ton Sin. of subs. Thank you very much for that, man. That's Thank awesome, you, Captain, Captain Sin. Sin. He came back last night for the Unsolved Mysteries watch party. I did Ooh. some Red Dead Online. Rich somehow, Dirty Rich found me in Red Dead Online and kept on shooting me. But then we saddled up together, and uh, I was I was on road to trying to find some money because my character needs some shoes. Anyways, uh, so yeah, that's very exciting. I think that's really cool. Let's talk about this now because I thought Smackdown was actually it was a pretty entertaining episode. Um they seem to be finding a really really good groove uh mm-hmm. within the limitations of the empty arena scenario. Again, sort it's it, it that extra hour that Raw has makes that much more of a chore these days. You mean the
3: Albatross that is that third hour the 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 weight the that anchor. Raw has. <laughs>
1: Exactly. Hoisted upon his shoulders. Concrete shoes. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. Because two hours, it's the same thing with, uh, I I feel like NXT, AEW, and SmackDown. They're fine in their rhythm. The the episodes move, they're breezier. Um, I want to talk about this, though, man. Mm. Otis main evented SmackDown tonight. Yeah. uh, In a singles match against Dolph Ziggler, qualifying match. Mm hmm. Is so there any way Otis is going to win this thing? Because whoever wins it pr- is pretty much guaranteed either. I mean, what was the math that Daniel Bryan gave tonight? 23, 23 You keep it. Oh, shoot, yeah. You're yeah, not listening yeah, to what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. <laughs>
3: no, he said math. Yeah, talking to Baron.
1: Yeah, uh, it was like, like 23. Like one of
3: the six. I think it's 82% success rate. Is what they said in previous episodes. They uh, have a year. Briefcase.
1: They have a year. To build Otis, to be a cash-in success story. I'm, I can't
3: see Otis cashing in against Braun Strowman or Bray Wyatt. No.
1: Too early. No? Too early really? for Otis. It's too early. They oh, but they have a year. And not and too early. okay, so normally I would say, yeah, you're right. But we're not dealing with any old Vince McMahon here. Which Vince McMahon are we dealing with? Apparently, screw it, Vince McMahon is what we're dealing with. <laughs> we're dealing with blow it up, Vince McMahon. I think they just really like Otis. I think they I do think like that-
3: Otis, but I think the way to go is not to put the briefcase on him. The way to go is to put it on somebody from Raw. I think that's the more likely scenario because uh, once Bray eventually beats Braun for that title, Braun feels like such a transitionary champion. Man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> he's the least interesting part of the show, and he's the top champion on the show. He looks so un—he looks like he's so ill prepared to be number one in an empty arena. He yeah. he can't settle. Daniel Bryan really should be champion right now, or I mean Bray, of course. But like Daniel Bryan opening the show, it felt like Drew opening the show on Raw. I know because that's one thing they're doing so right is Drew every week welcomes us into or welcomes them into our home, or whatever it is. Um, he's very welcoming. He's very inviting, Heck, and yeah, he's man. always like. Thank you for letting us entertain you. And it's you like, know, it's oh, amazing. man, he's such so a great I'm host. I'm looking at the, the list of,
3: of confirmed participants for the Men's May the Bank match. And there's a TBD here because uh, Apollo Cruz is out there in a gauntlet match on Rahu Wednesday. That gets that spot. Well, that's going to be Andrade. Of the names listed here, if I were to power rank them, it'd be Alistair One. Yeah.
1: Okay, put, out, put Andrade in there, though.
3: Okay, Alistair One. Okay. Um... <laughs> Andrade two. Assuming it is Andrade. I'm not sure. I don't think that's necessarily a shoe in. Uh Daniel Bryan three. Baron four. Otis five. Ray six. I Ray. think Ray Ray is have like the, Ray last? I don't think he has any I don't think he has any chance of winning.
1: Wow.
3: That's not because, a, that's not, because that's not he a disrespect. No, I mean, enough. it's just I just I just don't see be putting that briefcase on Ray Mysterio. It's no disrespect to Gray to Ray. Ray's great.
1: Uh, oh yeah, duh Apollo's out. Andrade Alistair. Ray's great. He's a legend. I'm
3: I I'm, I'm I'm a Ray Mysterio
1: Didn't fan know I know you said were so down on Ray Mysterio. Oh man. my gosh. Confirmed everybody. Larson hates Ray Rey Mysterio. Thank you, Steve Bradley,
3: for all the bits. Thank you, Kirsten, as well.
1: Wow. Uh yeah, thanks everybody. Y'all learn it. Thank you so it's much. First of the month, man.
3: Dom L too. Okay, it's the so first what do we of got here: month. Alistair,
1: Andrade, Baron Otis Ray. Who else is in this thing?
3: Daniel oh, Bryan, Daniel Bryan, and TBD.
1: Well, that's Andrade. Um, okay, so I wonder why you're so convinced it's going to be Andrade. Because they jobbed him out clean in like three minutes to Drew McIntyre, and they need to get him back on top. So he's going to be in that match. He just got pinned by Apollo Crews on Raw last week too. Um, in that tag match. Another reason why. No, I don't think it's a thing. wait. He I'm got what? Saying. He got what? In the in the tag match, you got pinned by Apollo Cruz. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot they had those guys wrestle like five times in one night. Uh, okay, I'm not so, saying he won't be in it. I'm just saying it's not a given. Uh, well, Baron's gonna get thrown off Titan Tower, so he's yeah. he's last. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's last. He's not gonna win anything, and on top of that, he's had it before. And although I do like the idea of of King Money and King Miss, King Money in the Bank. Because it's like two gimmicks, like you know, a tournament and a gimmick match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hold uh, on before we continue.
3: See. Crayola Playboy here, and I've seen this uh, theory. A oh, glamorous jar mentions it too. I've seen this theory that it's going to be gender
1: in the final spot. Oh yeah, win money in the bank. Oh yeah, yeah. Are they going to do people like we don't know who's going to be in this match, huh? Yeah. Or in in the gauntlet, do we? It Has
3: not been announced yet. No.
1: Okay, I wonder if it's all gonna be, be people like it should be people who didn't get a chance at the qualifying matches. That's what it should mm-hmm, be. Mm-hmm, so Andrade mm-hmm. should be, but it's gonna be him. Uh, let's see here. Number one. Here's the thing about Alistair Black. He does unless he's a, unless he's like a declaring guy, which like nobody does that. Which is a really
3: miss, it's a missed opportunity to not do that because I think that's some interesting storytelling right there.
1: Unless he's that guy. You kind of like he's he's you sort of betray a little bit of his mystique if he's a manically yelling at Earl Hebner to 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 ring the bell guy.
3: Well, I think also if you have him carrying around this cartoonish looking briefcase, that could lessen the mystique too, unless he makes it look really cool. Like it's uh, a but that then book isn't from, that cheesy
1: too? <laughs> what was that
3: book from uh, Evil Dead, the Necronomicon? Make it look like that. Good job on the pronunciation. That's right. Yeah, like the briefcase made of melting flesh. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool.
1: Oh, man. I just, he doesn't feel like a money in the bank guy. So I know, but just the power rank, the guy, the people actually in the match. I know. You're right now, you're power ranking based off of like how the, you're, you're power ranking their power ranking. You're power ranking their power levels, basically. Yeah. Alistair's power levels are, except you put Ray in like the last. So it's not going to, Alistair just above Baron. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then just above him is also, I don't think that would cares
3: about, uh, Alistair's mystique because they have him sitting in a room for f- six months.
1: They think that's mystique though. Yeah, they're wrong. Uh, and then let's see here. Okay, even if you take Andrade out, put gender. This is in. what you
3: do with Alistair you make his briefcase really giant, and that plank he's on when he elevates up, you take it's that out and briefcase. put the
1: briefcase there instead. <laughs> You're an idiot. That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so gender ain't winning nothing, so he's just above Alistair. Well, I don't know if gender's in the match. I think he might, he shoots number two in my power rankings. Get out of here. Gender Mahal is not a number two power ranking. Yeah, he is. If he, right. if he wanted to win that that, that briefcase. Any feud with Drew, given their history? Heck yeah, man! All right, uh, and then I've got just above gender. I've got Daniel Bryan uh, because you're case the hell out of this list to put Otis number one. He's not gonna. He's not gonna challenge. I, no, I am doing the due diligence right here. He's not gonna challenge Daniel Bryan's already had a thing with Bray. His picture's already on Bray's wall. That's not gonna happen. So he's, he's just never had above a thing gender. with Braun Strowman though. And then that leaves Ray at number two and Otis at number one because Ray is not going to challenge Drew McIntyre. That would actually be rad if they had Ray tr- uh, challenge Drew McIntyre. I'll be honest with you, man. I think Otis was going to win this thing. No, he's so, not. No yeah, chance. There you go. I should have made that the thumbnail today. Confirmed. Report. Report. Otis wins money. No, that's a no report. It's
3: you. It's your conjecture. That's not a report. That's you pulling stuff out of your rear end. <laughs> hey, man, kayfabe. Come on. I'm trying to get some money. Ah, kayfabe's dead, brother. Come on. Get with the times. <laughs> Quick, like the Jim industry. Cornette there.
1: <laughs> Quick, killing the industry. No, We're all the
3: be before we get to the recap, let's talk one more thing. Let's talk how awesome Sony Deville is. Uh, she had another uh, fire promo today. Uh, man, the karma is a bitch, bitch line. That was great. Um Here's she's the thing. Awesome it's the not
1: even a very good line, but she delivered it. You, she delivered it the way it had to be delivered, which I made know. it good. It's good. And then that beatdown she had on Mandy after the match was great. Dude, the last shot into the uh friggin', like the the shining wizard into the stairs, oh, that was awesome. That was great. That was great. Sonya DeVille is is quickly ascending my power rankings. You need to follow um, her on Twitter too. She has a hilarious. She's the only person I've ever seen who has a funny TikTok.
3: Yeah. No, she's I only follow the her funny Twitter. TikTok I've ever seen in my life. I follow her on Twitter. She's great. She's awesome. She, so no, yeah, she's great. Is, she's, is she's tops, true. man. She, she's fantastic. I um, like,
1: dude. Honestly, like the per the the object of affection in this whole feud, Mandy Rose is the only person who's kind of not not impressing. Like she's she's good, but everybody else. And maybe it's the kind of thing where she doesn't really have a lot to chew on right now mm-hmm. because she is the object of
3: affection. It kind of works out that way, you know. Like in a lot of when that, in the, that's the story. Yeah, sure, sure.
1: So getting a short shrift in terms of what to work with, fine. Um, but uh, but yeah, everybody else is absolutely killing it. I man, I'm into freaking Dolph stuff these days. Yeah, with this that whole bit with her, him and Sonya backstage was really good. You know, one thing that that set it apart, you know, it's that camera they used.
3: Yeah, they used it for that, and then there's something else they used that camera for. I thought. Oh, too. did they?
1: Yeah, earlier on, I thought there was a bit where the camera looked obviously different they need to change that for every backstage segment hell i'll be honest with you the entire show because it's, it's like 24 frames or whatever yeah it looked really good yeah maybe it's when seamus is warming up backstage maybe that's what oh that could be that could be i was looking at his weird doughy flesh color it's doughy color not obviously he's very cut and yeah he is
3: cut he's he's in great shape thank you uh enforcer thank you kirsten for the bits thank you very much y'all need to
1: stop that stop that come on just you're good you're good it's the first of the month. They got paid. They got paid. Thank you, A.O. Worm. Stevie Bradley's all, stimulus. A.O. Worm's like, stimulus. Kirsten ain't around here, so I don't know if they're doing stimulus in uh, Scotland. Anyway. Dominus with one bit. Thank you, Dominus. Stimu- <laughs> If I, bring, Ru- if I get bring Ruby Riot the figure closer, will Dominus do? Anyways, it, it started with a Daniel Bryan promo. And
3: he's great. It was fantastic. So uh, he was hyping up the mat. Oh, that's when he said six men, six women fight all at the same time. It's, he said, that's wild. <laughs> he said, I competed in some weird places. Uh, pawn Shop parking lot. Pawn Shop parking lot. That was good. Yeah, two other places. But the first time I've ever competed in an office building, sadly, Daniel Bryan has been a DDT pro, apparently. He says, I don't know the etiquette. Like, if I just accidentally break something expensive, that could be held against me? He's like, I wonder, uh, that dinosaur, this is Vince's office. But I'm excited. He talks winning Money the Bank nine years ago and how that really propelled him to be Daniel Bryan, as you know him now, because no one ever thought he'd be a WWE champion. Um, uh, but winning Money the Bank, winning that first title, he said was the most pivotal moment in his career, because without that, nothing else really would have happened. No yes movement, nothing else. Uh, he's also saying he's a little sad that Drew Gulak's not going to be in the match. He blames Barron and his cronies for ruining a Drew shot at an opportunity. This brings Barron out. Uh, he tells Daniel Bryan, be careful what you wish for, We're calling out kings. Uh, Barron says, my kind makes your kind suffer. Just look what I did to your coach last week. Throws the footage of finish their match. Uh, Barron then talks about winning money in the bank. Says that this year he's going to climb the ladder atop the tight towers, looking down the subjects. And then Daniel Bryan asks Barron, are you going to squander that opportunity again this time? Um, it said, uh, based on how you lost the previous time, it didn't make you look like a king,
1: it makes you a loser. He was like chuckling while he was saying this. I feel like Daniel Bryan was on the verge of laughter this entire time, which made it great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I wonder, I wonder if you know, we've heard that Brie Bella is not huge on Daniel Bryan still competing, given that he's got some sort of compromised immune system thing. Um, He looks like he seems like he's having a blast. Like this Mm -hmm. whole situation is just presents a new challenge, a new opportunity, something different for him. And he seems to revel in that kind of stuff, you know? Heck yeah, man.
3: Uh, Barron then says, A lot has changed since I each won Money in the Bank. He says, Daniel Bryan used to be hungry. Now you're old and desperate. Look, you got Drew Gulak as your coach. Me, I'm stronger and I'm smarter. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to show you now that that's the case. Daniel Bryan.
1: Daniel Bryan. So that
3: was match. Uh, it's fun, fun match. Daniel Bryan can bring pretty much anybody to a really good match. Mm-hmm. You got Baron working over Daniel Bryan's shoulder and upper body. Daniel Bryan focusing his attack on Baron's leg, back and forth. Tried uh, to get a
1: couple roll-ups, too. Didn't get him.
3: Yep. Uh, in the end, though, uh, Daniel Bryan uh, sends Baron on the apron, starts stomping on his shoulder, uh, sends him to the floor, tries for a suicide dive. Baron catches him. They're brawling ringside. Daniel Bryan kicks Baron, basically kicks his head off. And then Baron throws a ladder at Daniel Bryan. Ref calls for the bell. Baron has been DQ'd. Yep. And then Baron's like, "Why? What did I do? Um, so much for being smarter." Uh, anyway, so <laughs> right. Exactly. Baron yeah. brings Daniel Bryan and the ladder into the ring. Goes sets up for end of days on the ladder. However, Daniel Bryan escapes. Puts Baron on the yes lock atop the ladder.
2: Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.
3: Uh, Moore runs in, hits Daniel Bryan with a Kinshasa from behind, and then Cesaro hits Daniel Bryan with a uh, with the ladder, sends him out of the ring. And the close of the segment, Braun tosses Daniel Bryan to a bunch of ladders on, off the ramp. So now apparently Sami Zayn has been replaced by Baron Corbin. It's always odd that the guy who was billed
1: as a lone wolf for a good number of years can't do anything by himself and is never alone. And they completely didn't even try to explain. I mean, I guess just because Daniel Bryan was involved in a thing with them before.
3: That's it how it always happens with Baron. He just has henchmen. <laughs> Never explain why. It's like the third time. Yeah. He's put people with him. No reason why. Yeah. So like when like, Lashley and Drew were his henchmen. Why? It'd Never be explained. great
1: if there was just some like one backstage segment filmed with that good camera they have just explaining you know, all you need is one interaction. You can write whatever you want. Let's just see it. I want to see it. You know, it's funny because, like, uh, I've noticed uh, uh, Sean Rossette on his Twitter. Yeah. The thing that bugs him the most is is uh, when they violate uh, the the brand split. When yeah, anybody like comes that. over. Oh, he goes on one. And well, he's that's like, the
3: thing. It's, if you're set about
1: something in this self-contained world, you got to be consistent. If you're inconsistent, it blows up the whole world. I don't disagree with that. I just don't care about it. What I do care about is why people are teaming up with other people, because yeah, that's that like me. interpersonal that me. relationships. I want to know why they're with them. Exactly, that really bugs me. This is I like, could, you I could, The thing is, is, like you can, you can motivate the brand split stuff by the most boring business trade, whatever. Like I don't care about that. If they want to explain it, explain it. If they don't, they don't. They don't violate it that much. Uh, I understand his point. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like, if somebody's gonna show up to somebody's aid. It's like I want to know why they're doing this. And exactly. where's the intercontinental Agreed. championship, by the way?
3: Agreed. No, I mean this. Like I said, it's the third time Baron has mystery or or, or, or unmotivated henchmen, it, without an explanation. And it, it irritates me, especially for someone who's built for so long as a lone wolf. Uh, we get a quick bit with uh, Braun Alexa next backstage. Alexa hands Braun a shirt that's way too small. He wipes his face with it because he's already sweaty. Some for some reason, guess it's the Florida heat humidity. Hands <laughs> it back humid and out goes there, off. Man. He has a promo in the ring. Uh, thankfully he didn't he didn't have to talk very much. He talks about last week going down memory lane. They says at Money Bank, I'm gonna he's interrupted by Bray Wyatt, Firefly, Firefly Funhouse, Fun 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 story um. time. Uh, the tale is called The Black Sheep, and it's pretty much a parable about Braun and Bray. You know, essentially Bray brought him in, taught him everything, and then Braun just up and left. No thank you, no goodbye. That left Bray very sad. And eventually, all the other animals left as well. He mm-hmm. was all alone. The government put a lien on his property. They took that. Then the reptilians <laughs> took over because <laughs> that's what reptilians do. The, uh, oh, that's good. Is that a little jab at his brother, who's uh, whose show is podcast was Bo on talking about the reptilians in the middle of the mm-hmm.
1: earth? Was it Jericho's? Yeah, I think it was Jericho before WWE blacklisted him. I think it was that. Like, anybody who wants to talk about, like, weird stuff, conspiracy stuff or whatever, they go on Jericho's podcast now. He loves that stuff. Yeah. Did you see uh, that clip of Alex Jones talking about eating his neighbors? No. That was hilarious. He's crazy. Yeah, he is. (laughs) Anyways.
3: So, uh, Bron carries on. He says, uh, I'm going to up with a happy ending one where the shepherd, Bray, finds the black sheep it takes away what makes him happiest. Universal title. Then takes uh, takes him to the slaughterhouse, and then and that's when Braun interrupts and says, "I'm tired of the foothouse. Bray, if you have something to say, come to the ring and say it to his face." And Bray just kind of stares at him and just waves. Bye.
1: So this is normal Bray. We all know this. This has been advertised a couple weeks now, not as the mm-hmm. fiend, but mm-hmm. normal Bray, Firefly normal Bray. Bray yes. You think they're gonna jo- This is gonna be like a wonk finish, right? This is the title's not. They're gonna, gonna take
3: do it. something that 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 prolongs the story, uh, just so whenever Braun faces the Fiend, Braun does that job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Braun does. A- Braun's a good hand. He does the job.
3: Transitional champion, man. Um, uh, <laughs> they're gonna use uh, Firefly Funhouse Bray. Whether he-, he he takes the loss clean or does some weird mind game stuff, just to. Prolong the story and uh get to the idea that bray is is not only attacking braun physically where he's overmatched but mentally where bray feels that he has the upper hand yeah yeah if you could somehow do that by letting bray braun win or something then so be it uh next shot to sheamus with those resistance bands getting that pump on his biceps yeah
1: dude he's, he's jacked he is Jack. Yeah, yeah. That last shot of him after he destroys this jobber. So they did a make a wish video package and then Seamus came out and he destroyed Leon Ruff, who we've yeah, seen man. before. Mm-hmm. Uh poor Leon though. He's got like he's a he's he's so tiny, he's like a baby. And uh and Seamus well, is, abs- is massive.
3: He's like six five. five yeah, Seamus yeah, is a big dude. He's huge. Uh,
1: he just annihilates him, gets the bro kick at the end. And then uh, he gets, I think he gets up on the corner and he like does this thing. And his, he is freaking jacked. I know. When he starts flexing, oh my God. He beat up Leon so bad that he gave
3: Leon a wedgie but never ever touched his, his, his trunks.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he goes over to Michael Cole at commentary. And is like, oh, are you going to talk about your best friend Matt Hardy? And Michael Cole's like... Yeah, we're going to throw this video package
1: next. <laughs> yes, finish. sir, we are. Yes, this, sir. Okay, talk about consistency. Let me ask you this. What? Why is it? Why is it? Michael Cole is terrified of Sheamus. Sheamus talks so much. He, you know, he gets in his face. He's all mean and stuff. Miz and Morrison come down. Michael Cole immediately, when they got on commentary, starts giving them so much shit. He was talking so much shit to Miz and Morrison. Why is it? And I'm uh, assuming maybe Miz or Morrison are six
3: five and two hundred sixty pounds. I think that's the that's where you start. Yeah, but there's two of them, and they're still wrestlers. Yeah, they 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 come off more as I don't want to say clowns, but they're boarding on comedy act at this point.
1: <laughs> okay, all right. The intimidation factor. I just isn't there. So we know we do know though, and I'm I'm kind of curious as to what to the li- the the wrestler of demarcation is the line of like. Who straddles the line of Michael Cole? Uh, can I talk crap to this guy or can I not talk tar- I crap to this I think it's more guy? not
3: a, a, a height weight thing. Sure. It's, it's presence. How one oh. carries themselves, I think. Oh, okay. Like if someone steps to Michael Cole and it's like, like
1: Taz. Taz is what, 5'8"? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Taz okay, is Yeah. presence, you know? Yeah. No, He's I didn't sc- think it was a... Be scary. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's a height thing. No. I'm just curious what... That being said, though, I think if you have presence plus size, uh, you know, working the, to your benefit, that only heightens the presence aspect. So like Brock is on the extreme scale, like past Sheamus, mm-hmm. and then Miz and Morrison are evidently like f- free game. Like it's like whatever. Yeah. But I wonder who like he is like. Well, oh, maybe I, he talk a little bit of shit too. I don't know. I don't know.
3: Maybe we'll find out. Anyways, yeah. we had a Jeff Hardy video package to come back. You know, uh, touches on his uh, substance abuse uh, issues uh, it's called Comebacks, so it's all about him coming back and he's going to come back next week mm-hmm. so uh, we cut back to live in the arena Seamus is lurking over sh- uh, Cole's shoulder and he-, he asks Cole oh, Jeff Hardy's going to be here next week, huh? And Cole says yes, and he said good because I'm going to be there too so we're going to get ourselves a showdown between Seamus and Jeff Hardy oh like. yeah, yeah Next, we have Otis Beck's. Sorry. Yes, Otis and Mandy interview. Uh, Otis claims he's going to beat Dolph again, and then he's going to get the Money in the Bank contract for his peach. And then Mandy says what Sonya did hurt her, but she's looking forward, not backwards. So her focus
1: is on Carmella. She's going to feast her eyes on Carmella. That match happened next Carmella versus Mandy Rose. Uh, Mandy was in control, uh, but uh, pretty soon after the match started, Sonia came to the ramp with a microphone, and uh, she's telling Mandy she's there to support her. Uh, Mandy keeps the headlock on, but Sonia just keeps on yapping away. That's great. She reminds Mandy, and this is this is great because it's totally happened, and we were totally like, why would she do this? A year ago, Sonia gave her spot in Money in the Bank to Mandy finally she says if Mandy wants to show she's better than me karma's a bitch bitch bring it on Carmella super kicks Mandy then for the win because at that point she was totally paying attention to Sonya yeah. uh, Sonia then runs down to the ring and just beats the ever living shit out of Mandy uh, while telling Mandy she's never going to be better than her oh it was so good yeah it was really good she sends Mandy to the ring post and then uh, the ring steps and then hits a the Shining Wizard uh, which sends Mandy back into the ring steps and then the refs and Jamie Noble break it up and then, uh, then, uh yeah go yeah, ahead
3: then up on the ramp and then little nate just holding her back and she wants to go back and get another piece of mandy uh she tells little nate get out of my
1: face Then
3: mm-hmm. she screams at mandy that she's gonna ruin her life
1: yeah it was really good stuff it was really
3: good stuff sonia's top notch man
1: Sonya Deville, she's like a uh, mvp of uh smackdown empty arena stuff mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. of them anyways mm-hmm.
3: uh, next we see mandy and uh, otis as well in the trainer's room uh, Mandy's got a decent-looking scrape on her leg. Yeah. Uh, the trainer s- uh, tells Otis, "Hey, get out of here, so I can, uh, you know, check on her some more." Bam. He'll use the trainer's room. Camera follows. Oh, <laughs> interview earlier on between him with him and Mandy, like the first two questions.
1: Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
3: So over the top. So Otis runs to the doll, and Doll says, asks him hey is Mandy okay?'" And Otis, rather than answering, just <sighs> like he's a prank caller.
1: <laughs> Isn't that weird that, like, that was a thing back when we were kids? People calling and just breathing hard, for, like, making lame jokes? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Anyways, after that, we had the New Day versus the Forgotten Sons. Called this one. <laughs> Forgotten this is a non-title match, by the way. And Miz and Morrison were on commentary. They were this actually, was actually the
3: highlight of the highlight of the match was them on commentary. It was. Day. They were
1: actually really funny during this. And there was a couple of spells where all four of them were on the verge of just laughing. Morrison was Morrison was hilarious because yeah, you man. could tell he just doesn't care. He's just saying whatever. He's mm-hmm. like whatever. Um, so, uh, anyways, uh, how did they get this win? So uh,
3: Kofi escapes uh, the Forgotten Sons. I don't think it was her finish. It was a different move uh, sends them both out of the ring, and then Kofi takes them out with the leap over the top, the one where Big E flips him over his, over his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Day is set up for up, up, down, down then. Blake's in to break that up. Big E uh, sets up for his corner spear on Cutler. Cutler evades that, sends him to the floor. Riker then gets Big E, rams him the ring post. Uh, so essentially two-on-one at that point. It's Forgotten Suns hit their finish on Kofi to get the win. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, they really telegraphed that that, that, that Forgotten Sons were going to win this match. Yeah,
1: totally. Um, is this uh, is this the, the peak of Forgotten Sons, right? This is like, it's all downhill at this point, right? hmm They beat the New Day. That's mm-hmm. as far as they go.
3: They beat the New Day in a non-title match.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they still got to win over the tag champions. Yeah. That's not going to happen again. No, in mean, three months, they'll probably be on... Oh, well, main events are raw. What do they got? What do they got these days? I
3: mean, they're they're going to be, be on not no TV. SmackDown equivalent. I know. I know. Uh, after that, that's when we hear Michael Cole confirm that the men's and women's Money in the Bank matches will be happening simultaneously at the same time.
1: I'm looking forward to this, man. I think this is going to be a blast. I think it's going to be so much fun. I really do. Mm-hmm. Crazier the better.
3: Next week, yeah. Tamina interview. She's asked by Kayla, can anybody stop Tamina? Uh, She said it took Foreman to beat her at Mania. She won't be disrespected by Mean Girls meeting Sasha and Bailey. That's when Sasha rolls up, uh, tries to uh, bring up Team Bad, uh, says Tamina uh, helped her more than anybody else. Uh, Sorry, helped her more than she could have ever imagined when she came to the main roster. And Sasha says, yeah, I like Bailey," But then she says some long lines of, we could really carry ourselves like real champions instead of resorting to cheap shots. Mm-hmm. That's when Bailey rolls up behind Tamina, tries to cheap shot her. Tamina turns around, catches her, grabs her by the throat, I believe.
1: That was pretty cool, yeah. That
3: was cool. It's like she, her spider sense was tinkling. Um, it, Sasha runs in behind Tamina now, attacks her. Brawl breaks out. Lacey Evans joins in. Refs break it all up. You knew either tonight or next week we're getting a tag match with all four of
1: these women. And sure enough, oh, yeah. That was announced later in the show. Yeah, that was actually announced. That's actually a thing. Uh, let's the see next here. bit
3: was actually really good. So Dolph and Sonia are backstage. they're talking. Sonia says, uh, you know I hurt Mandy, I'm gonna keep on hurting her. It was like she she was she was con talking about Kirk
1: <laughs> What a great
3: reference yeah, that's true and then uh, Dolph says, yeah, I'm gonna go hurt Otis. Uh, Dolph says just because he knows how the world works doesn't make him the bad guy. He says the fans see themselves in Otis, but guys like that don't really win. They get the participation award. They think that heart matters more than skill. Uh, yeah, maybe with luck here and there then get a moral victory, but if you're looking for a winner you're looking at him Dolph and he's gonna win tonight, and then he's gonna win money in the bank again Then he's gonna cash in again. Then he's gonna be champ again and This next bit was actually really good Says says Sony after you done hurting Mandy I'm gonna slide up next to her as champ and make her feel better
1: this entire thing was really good Mm-hmm. Dolph Dolph's delivery, and it helped that it was shot cinematically for some reason. Yeah, it looked really good. That but here's the that thing. It really It was, it
3: was, like, it, was a, it was a staging that we typically don't like to see two people standing next to each other with a camera there that's completely unmotivated.
1: Yeah, yeah, but you know, okay, so there's two things. Number one, I think the the, the different camera sort of took us out of the normal backstage segment thing.
2: And I really know good.
1: it wasn't like fly on the wall at all, but it's like I'll, I'll accept it if it has a more. If you use this kind of camera, you're sort of taking it out of the, the the unmotivated camera, and now you have just the scene. Like I don't know, I I, I really don't know like the cinematic equivalent, but you know whatever in a movie. I understand movie, what you're saying. Mo- what, than in a movie, r- whatever motivates a camera, nothing is there. That's the way. You're, that's the language of film. Yes, exactly. With like sports, I guess you have you know a thirty frame, or sometimes like these days, like you know if you have a true motion uh, uh, display. Um, it's just obnoxious. Also, I noticed during this and maybe this would have been the same had they used whatever camera they did. Didn't seem to be as like the camera seemed more calm. You know what I mean? Usually the camera like moves a bunch or it's like, Mm -hmm. just feels like it's, you know, manic or something. Yeah. yeah, Um, this, they did a really good job of just sort of focusing on like the performance Mm -hmm. and doll's performance and Sony's performance was really, really good. Yeah.
3: So, I think it's, you know, the, the cinematic quality of the camera helped, but also I think it's it's the performance has really carried the day.
1: But something, I mean, something just changes with your perception as a viewer, with my perception as a viewer. No, I understand that. I understand between that. Tw- like a nice camera and then like, you know, a, a sports. Typical TV stuff. A typical broadcast camera. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Dolph brought the right amount of
1: relatability and menace, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He actually brought a little bit of uh, gravitas.
3: Yeah, he did. He did. A couple things announced for next week. We get Daniel Bryan, Drew Gulak, and Mystery Partner.
1: Predict who that's going to be, Steve. Uh, Wait, what is this? Uh, Bryan, Gulak. Gulak
3: and Mystery Partner against Corbin, Nakamura, and Cesaro next week. Who's Mystery Partner?
1: Uh, What do you got? Corbin, Nakamura, Cesaro. I don't know. Who's feuding with these? Who's feuding with Corbin right now?
3: Who did Corbin face at WrestleMania?
1: Oh, I thought you were. I thought you actually had an idea.
3: No, I saw someone on Twitter say Elias. I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." Um, <laughs> oh, Elias
1: makes all the sense because he name dropped Elias. Yeah. In the promo. Yeah.
3: Good job, person on Twitter. Good job, person on Twitter. Uh, Sasha and Bailey taking on Tamina and Lacey, and then Braun and Bray will be face to face.
1: And that's gonna event. be awkward as shit. He's gonna He's be
3: gonna sweaty. <laughs> you know that shot from Airplane. <laughs> Robert Hayes at the cockpit trying to fly the plane when these yeah. pouring sweat. That's gonna be Braun yeah. next week.
1: Exactly.
3: And then finally main event, Otis versus Dolph. Fun enough match. Otis wins. Um so Otis catches him in the finish, toss him over his head, follows Caterpillar get the win He tried to go for Caterpillar earlier. Dolph uh rolled to the apron, and avoided it, but Otis won. So that seems to be that for that feud, I would think.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so, huh? You would think, maybe. Who knows? Maybe. That's a bummer.
3: So Otis is going to be in the ladder match, and according to Steve, he's uh his his pick to win.
1: The math works. I have the math right here, and if you could take a look at this math right here, like you'll you'll understand what I'm talking about. The scrawlings about. of a madman.
3: <laughs> you got that right, buddy. Let's All right, do let's some do questions, some questions. Yeah, questions. Yeah, I'm I'll go to Twitch. the Patreon. Sounds good. Conquest at this point, f at Vince would make uh, Rollins' job to Otis. Maybe.
1: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy.
3: Do you want to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into
1: right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read PG-13. Math works. Uh, the Enforcer says, mods unite. Happy Friday night. Thank you, uh, Enforcer. Thank you, everybody. Did you look at mod chat? On the down low. We got like six mods all just hanging out in their, zo- their own Zoom call. That's cool. And given they've been in here, they're on a Zoom call watching us. It's all sorts of weird going in rawception going on, man. It's weird. See, we, got, we, got, we got B-Man, Wayne, Tim,
3: Enforcer, Rob, Kirsten. That's pretty cool.
1: I know. It's pretty neat, right? They're all just That's staring really cool. at us. It's weird. That's cool. Uh, Tim looks enforcer. like Enforcer. Yeah, Tim's not wearing a shirt. He, I swear to God, if I didn't know him just looking at him, he looks like a serial killer. When he's not, when he's not wearing a shirt. When he's wearing a shirt, he looks like mild-mannered uh, cable installation guy. Yeah. But here he looks like this is a serial killer shot. Uh, the Enforcer imploring me to fix
3: my light switch back here.
1: Well, now Vinted you can't.
3: Vinted. No, now I can't. Can
1: I draw on it with a Sharpie? I did that with a bunch of uh, 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 my... Things here, I like made cool little drawings and patterns. Mm-mm. Can I do that on your light switch and make it look Afraid cool? Not, no. no. Not. Can you just make burn marks coming out of it?
3: Yeah, I'll get a lighter and just kind of run it in front of it, get some good scorch marks on there. Uh, Hugh along heavy says thumbnail Otis with his arms up, holding both briefcases.
1: Oh, there you go. I can Photoshop that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thayer Thebada, see him uh, it says, "Do need fans?" And should the cash-ins be delayed until the fans return? Yes. They should move the window from... Unless,
3: unless it's a heel doing the cash in and they doing those schedule-type gimmicks where they say, I'm going to cash-in here and then. That is not a huge deal. But if you're doing the impromptu cash-in at the end of a match when the champion is uh, at a clear disadvantage or whatever, then, yeah, you totally need it.
1: You need the fans. The to- no. Nah. Yeah.
3: If gender wins money of the bank and tells Drew, "I'm gonna cash in at such and such date to prove I'm better," former three-man band, three-man band member, it doesn't need the fans.
1: Here's the thing: this is the reason why that's never gonna happen, because Heath Slater's gone. They need to bring him back if they're gonna reference the three-man band. I don't think they need to. Uh, heel long heavy
3: thumb. Oh, I already read that. Sorry, Ryan K. Lamb. Alistair will win the briefcase and just carry with him that puzzle. Carry with him the puzzle block from Hellraiser. I don't remember the puzzle box from
1: Hellraiser. Oh yeah. Uh I mean it just looks like, you know, a really cool <laughs> anyways. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't think that him carrying around the goofy briefcase gives me as much pause as him running down for an opportunistic It's gotta he'd be have to schedule. He'd have to it, schedule. Yeah, nobody does that. That's the most boring. They have to know nobody when's the last time somebody scheduled a cash in? It was Mr. Kennedy. God, was it really that long? ago? Sorry, no. It was Braun.
3: It was Braun. Braun did it at SummerSlam a couple years ago. He said, "I'm going to challenge Brock in the uh, the cage match in the Saudi Arabia."
1: was on the Saudi shows? Yeah, that sounds right. In lost, Is Is that, right? that was the
3: last scheduled one. Yeah. Wait, I thought was the cage Summer match Slam. in
1: Saudi Arabia was Brock and Roman. There was one, but maybe it wasn't a cage match. But I thought
3: it was there. It was it was one of the Saudi shows. All right. Supposedly, I thought it was a cage match, but uh because he tried to cash in at first at SummerSlam and didn't work out for him.
1: Yeah, is that the one where Brock just threw it? Yeah. (laughs) That was so dumb. That was so dumb. Dumb. Huh? But then Roman won that match. Yeah, Roman won that match. Oh, you mean you're talking about Braun like, yeah, I don't know. See, again, this is why I shouldn't be on Mania because I don't know shit about wrestling. I just talk, 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 talk. Although I had the idea today uh next uh next week on o- on Friendo Club TV at some point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh I want to do you think of a wrestler and then I have to do the game where uh I have 20 points and then or 10 whatever many points Oh, 20 questions essentially. I want to practice that. I haven't okay. been invited. Well, we've been invited and we chose you. Um but just in case, I want to start preparing for it. Okay. So
3: I got the opponent. It was a hell. It was a cage match, a Hell in a Cell match. It was Roman against Braun when Braun cashed in and it ended in no contest. Oh,
1: God, that's terrible. That's, that's right. awful. What a waste. Dude, I got the cage match part right at least. See, here's the thing, though. That's a bad pre- – like, that's they, – they'll see that as just a waste. Nobody's going to declare. I don't know. I could see Aleister declaring. That's I think so it'd be cool though. if someone declared and said, I want to be the main event of WrestleMania. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, I think it'd be cool too, but I just don't think they're gonna do it because that just, you know, Vince, he don't like to choose the main event for WrestleMania until like the day of. Yeah. Or Alistair says I want I want my shot against the champ at WrestleMania. Something like
3: that. Dang him Q Sheamus gets the same reaction in these empty arena matches he did when he returned with fans. Nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're gonna they need to they need to do something more than just have him beat these uh Florida loop players. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean he's gonna lose to Jeff Hardy next week. Unless they do yeah. like a DQ thing, but Jeff Hardy's coming out on the top of that one for sure. Yeah, he's getting coming on the top of the feud for sure. White Brownie Corbin should get thrown into a room, but Vince eating a steak. Man, this is going to be off the hook. They're going to Vince is going to be in this thing. There's going to be all sorts of shit going on. I'm so looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. It's got to be zany. It yeah
3: yeah uh, ZBC says funny thing is DDT Pro recently had a match
1: where someone had to fight through an office tower. So there you I'm go. Watch some DDT Pro. Philly Flexer, my little sister got mad at King Corbin and said there should be two refs, one inside the ring and one outside to keep watch. Do you agree? No. I like one ref. Uh I I like the element of of human error in mm-hmm. uh, in sports. Uh that's why I'm sad that the, all the sports went to replays. Like over like excessive replays. I like some replays are okay. Not all the replays.
3: Yeah, you like you like too much replays Kirsten uh where do you think the current champs would be if it weren't or yeah where do you think the current champs would be if it weren't for the virus
1: at the moment by the way uh Kirsten is I think the current featured viewer I don't know what that means so I'm not sure I saw it earlier in the chat it said she is now the featured viewer so I don't know what that means I don't know anything about twitch (laughs) (laughs) real
3: talk <laughs> Real talk from Larson. I don't know anything about Twitch. Um, I think if it wasn't for the pandemic, I don't think they'd be a like Drew was going to win regardless. Maybe Shana would be the Raw Women's Champion. Maybe,
1: maybe. Uh, yes, no. I think that's true. I think I think Shana would be the champion. Um, the Captain Sin, by the way, I wanted to bring this up. Also, he ordered a Frendo Club shirt sticker pack. Uh, you can get those now from FriendoMarket.com Yes. Well, that's good stuff. That is good stuff. Uh, Brett th 797 thank you for the sub. Mr. Coffee says, two Money in the Bank cases suspended in the air. Can men grab the two cases and vice versa? Could you have the... F-, he says, is this the first intergender match in WWE? I don't know. I'm sure Enfor- that part of the stipulations is.
3: Uh, Enforcer asks, who are the four horse men or horsewomen of Mod Chat?
1: Uh, I mean there's six on Zoom right now Okay so let's take the six that are on Zoom Uh, Which of the horse Because here's the thing There's like what eight horsemen Something like that all together Or more than that Like in the end In the end there was like 16 right Something like that What do you mean WCW Yeah the four
3: horsemen Oh I mean like 12 members that have ever been horsemen Yeah Yeah probably something like that Yeah
1: it was a lot so yeah. let's take from the entire pool. Who is Ric Flair? Wow. Is anybody Ric Flair? <laughs> I mean, it's, I think it's Tim. Cause I would say it's is, Tim, because Tim's kind of the straw that stirs the drink. He's incessantly shirtless also. But, now, you know, he's
3: he's the guy. He's whenever we go somewhere and he's there. He's like Yeah. He's so damn helpful. Not to well, say that's comparison to Ric Flair. He but he's he's not just helpful in terms of helping us, he's helpful with everybody. He makes it an effort to go out and and meet every friend of who's in that building.
1: He drank on every Picard by the end of every Picard review, he was drunk. Oh, all right. That's Ric Flair. All right. I'm just saying in terms of of uh, Ric Flair was the unifying
3: element of all uh, iterations of the horseman. Yeah. Um
1: and Tim, like his his dedication to okay. wrong, we got a lot of people talking about He's also a drunk. Uh that so Alex C is our Sid, because he's the tallest guy. He's super tall. Yeah. Yeah. Stevie Bradley, obviously Arn Anderson. Yeah, Enforcer. Uh Patrick Sparks, uh I guess he's sort of a t- uh, like a Tully vibe, right? All right, I was gonna suggest maybe Malenko, but Tully's good too. Oh yeah, he, he yeah. I don't know. He's sort of got like a Benoit vibe these days. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um. <What> about Wayne. <laughs> oh jeez, he's uh he's uh who's the guy we always forget that was in the horse Paul horsemen? Roma. <laughs> he's Paul Roma. <laughs> Uh, what about Rob Zerver? He's very crafty, very creative.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Barry Windham, He should try to disguise himself as
1: sting once. He kind of looks like Barry Windham too. That's actually yeah, that's good. That's good. Who here's the thing, who's Steve McMichael? Uh, well I only see one more person here. I Kirsten is is Mongo McMichael. Oh
3: dear. <laughs> Do you see that bit of him wrestling Kevin Solomon and like,
1: it's, falling it, over the it, ring? Oh, I love it. I love it so much. It's my favorite piece of wrestling. It's my favorite piece of wrestling. So, uh, or she can be Malenko. She kind of has, like, I'm looking at this picture right here. She ain't even paying attention. She kind of has an Iceman vibe. Right, so she Blanko could be Malenko.
3: I think she'd right. probably think rather be
1: Milenko than uh than Yeah, Mongo. obviously. Well, then who's McMichael? Oh, wait a second. Wayne's got to be Mongo, right?
3: Yeah, I was going to suggest
1: that too. <laughs> then who's got to be Who? So we, we need a Paul Roma still. Uh, well, not present in this picture and never present in any pictures I've seen of the Horseman. A.O. Worm. <laughs> Worm is Roma. All right.
3: Uh, <laughs> fear and loathe and book Baron's Hans Gruber moment at Money the Bank. How's he going off that roof? <laughs> it's going to be Elias, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course it's going to be Elias. It's going to be Elias, for sure. <laughs> Clamber's jar. I can't wait to see the simultaneous money the bank matches so I can see Anaya Jacks injure more people than normal
1: <laughs> that's totally true
3: uh, beans from the east if this lasts long enough will this no arena time be known as the F at Vince era could be
1: I hope so yeah I want things to get really weird
3: uh, Spectre says they should remake the Super Bowl commercial uh, for this match get it get it yeah even with Vince at the end get it with his weird voice yeah, now. Get it. Uh, Nikyle says, is going in raw math for Yokozuna? Goodbye, friendo. See you next week for Money in the Bank. I mean, Yokozuna. he's going to be hampered, hampered by the uh, promo because he really didn't do much of his own talking.
1: Yeah, but he didn't really need to. Pl- yeah, he kind of did on that bus when he told Shane Douglas to shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 That's kind of a 10 promo in my book. All right, fair enough. Because that story was told by Scott Hall, which also makes it a ten. Okay, cool. let's see here. Uh look, uh in ring. In ring is like a two, right? I know well, he he's he's Richard. a big man who can move. Like being six hundred pounds and just being able to walk from one side of the ring to the other is impressive. But well, God. Like
3: Pritchard, I mean I'm not that familiar with his early work, but Pritchard said when he before he put on too much weight, like he could actually move really well in the ring. <sighs> The style back then of WWE was didn't demand a whole lot
1: though. What so what three? What are we talking? Three, four? Yeah, three or four, I guess. Three. Look. He had a good look. He looked mm-hmm. scary. He did. Six look. Sure, sure. Uh promo. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> Legacy. Uh seven? Six? That high? Oh six. Six is good.
3: Yeah. Kate I mean he was
1: champion for a long time. Yeah. In a really bad period. Oh man,
3: how can we forget Lex Luger? He was a horseman. So was Sting. Sting was in the Horseman, too. Who's our Luger? I guess Wayne could be. No, Wayne's
1: Wayne's, Wayne's Mongo. Uh, <laughs> uh, I gotta see who's. A I love Wayne on. so much. I really do. Uh, kayfabe, he beat a lot of people. Yeah, Kayfabe's got to be like eight, right? He, he ended Hogan's WWE run, man. Is that a nine then?
3: Nah, eight's fine.
1: Eight's good? All right, I'm going to knock this promo down to like a seven because I do think that menacing can make for a decent promo. So six plus three is what? Nine plus seven is 16 divided by... So it's five plus Five plus. Plus six is 11. 11 plus eight is 29 divided by three... No, that's not right at all. No,
3: you, eleven plus seven is eighteen.
1: Eighteen. Uh it was eleven plus nine, I think. Oh,
3: that's twenty. So six plus no, you're
1: right, you're right. It was eleven plus fuck, what was it? Eleven plus eight. Nineteen. Nineteen. Six plus. Six plus, yeah. Sounds yeah, about right.
3: Diehard Homer. Four horsemen are like the Avengers in the comics. Almost everyone was out at some point. That's right. They just Mm-hmm. Sort of a rate, extremely high.
1: Yeah. All right, I think that's good. All right. Are we good? Sure. Alright. Apologies any mods if we missed you in the four Horsemen chat. I'm just I'm seeing who's in front of me. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of mods. Oh, what about Cody JJ. Miles? He's like the real he's like the tech guy. He's like Tony Stark. He'll be Tony Stark.
3: Maybe he could be JJ Dillon.
1: Oh there you go. There you go. Alright, good. Uh yeah, okay. Who's Oli? We need an Oli. Uh Oli was a dick, and uh, he looked like a depixelated Arn Anderson. And he did voices too. He was a voice guy. <laughs> he did voices. He did the Shockmaster. Yeah. And he did uh Black Scorpion too. Since he's the voice guy, and technically I have mod abilities, can I be Oli Anderson? Sure. Nice. Because can also the be thing about then? Oli is that nobody liked him. <laughs> can I be Luger then? Yes, you are totally Luger. <laughs> There's a storm coming. His name is Lex Luger. <laughs> That's it for now, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.